and hello to you all thank you all for joining me and a big welcome to our third series and to our new listeners now this week's episode i did briefly cover in an earlier podcast but it was only mentioned in passing as it was part of another episode so i've decided to go a little bit deeper as we move forward now some will recognize the signs of this type of person and others will know it as part of their own personality. So what is it? Well listen carefully to the following song. You might just pick up what this week's subject is all about.
And that was A Brave Brand New Me by Angelica Keys. And okay, if you missed it, this week's subject is about narcissism and narcissists. So what is a narcissist? Well, we all know what it is meant when it said, oh, he's a real narcissist. We understand that it describes a person who is totally self-absorbed. Now, some research suggests that between 1 and 6% of the world's population have this type of personality disorder. And within that percentage, up to 75% are men. So first of all, a narcissist personality disorder, or NPD, is not actually about somebody full of self-vanity or self-love. But it has more to do with being, I suppose, in love with an idealised, grandiose image of themselves and who have a lack of empathy for others. Now, most of us can spot a narcissist because they're normally the people who are loud, especially when they're sharing the importance of their own accomplishments in order to feel admired. And in the field of psychotherapy and psychology, around the behavioural element of it, it's described as an overt or covert behaviour. In this context, I want you to understand that when I speak about covert, I do not mean where it is used as a, a sneakiness or a dishonesty, but it is more around the meaning of being an extroverted narcissist, whereas overt meaning more introverted narcissist. Now, Overt behaviours are those that can be easily seen by others. Take, for example, those traits that I spoke about earlier for a narcissist. However, covert behaviour are those behaviours that are more subtle and ones that you might not pick up on as easily. Someone who is a covert narcissist is one who, I suppose, is so demanding because they're looking for admiration and importance, as, as well as lacking empathy towards others, of course. But they can act in a different way than an overt narcissist. If you look at the behaviour of a narcissist, it would be hard to see or imagine how anyone could be a narcissist and be hampered in their approach or behaviour. Now, somebody who is a covert narcissist may be outwardly withdrawn in their approach or they may be modest. However, their goals are still the same. Let me give you an example. Imagine listening to your favourite song of all time. And when it comes on the radio, you turn up the volume and you're standing in your kitchen and then you start to dance. And you're dancing away to whatever it is. Well, now imagine listening to that same song in a very low volume almost as if you can't hear it. Now, the song hasn't changed at all, but what has changed is how you hear it. Now, both the overt and covert narcissist will go through the world with a sense of self-importance and almost fantasising about success and grandeur. So it's not like they're different. Their traits are the same. Their behaviour is the same. It's just how they put it forward may be slightly different. Now, both individuals are introverted, but also extroverted narcissists. 
and they'll meet the same criteria to be diagnosed, especially around the MPD. So whether they're extrovert or introverted, both have the capacity to regulate their self-esteem. Many individuals have fallen, for want of a better word, victim to the behaviour of a covert narcissist without even seeing it happen, without even realising it until it's too late because they're already in emotional pain. So if I was being honest, I think I would be more accurate to say that an extroverted or overt narcissist would be a lot easier to see coming than an introverted or covert narcissist. So how do we know what a narcissist really looks like? How do we know somebody is a narcissist deep down? Well, there are certain signs or criteria that you can look for with regards to seeing a narcissist coming head on for you. And some of these traits include a grandiose sense of self-importance. Now, it's more than arrogance or vanity. In fact, it is an unrealistic belief of being superior to everybody else. They believe that they're very special or unique. They also need to relate to places, people and things, especially those that have a high status. They believe that they must be recognised as being better than everyone else. And this can even be when they have done nothing to merit or deserve that status. And they will often make their achievements and their talents more important than they actually are. And sometimes they can even lie about their achievements. Number two, narcissists can be seen in living a fantasy world that supports their deep delusions of grandeur. Since normal reality of everyday life may not support their view of grandiosity of themselves, they tend to live their life in a world of fantasy that is supported by deception and distortion of themselves. They love spinning fantasies around an unlimited success, power and brilliance. These fantasies have a tendency to protect themselves from the feelings of shame and emptiness. So much so that any contradiction would be ignored or rationalised in their head. There would be a lot of defensiveness if they feel that their fantasies are being threatened. And this will make those around them more careful around the denial of a person's reality. Three, a narcissist will need constant admiration and praise. If they do not get a constant boost for their inflated ego, then the narcissist will treat it as a betrayal. Four, the narcissist has a sense of entitlement. Now, if the narcissist sees themselves as unique and special, then they will expect very favourable treatment from others. They have an understanding that if they want it, they should get it. However, if somebody was to defy their will or their need or even ask for a favour in return, then they may be met with some aggression, outrage, or even be ignored. Five, they will exploit others without any guilt or without any shame. People who are narcissists will never really develop a way of being able to identify 
with the feelings of others. They will never be able to have the ability to think about what it's like from the other person's perspective. Now that really means that they have a lack of empathy. They would never make good therapists or counsellors. They may view people that are in their lives as objects that are there to serve their need. However, because of this, they wouldn't be behind the door about taking advantage of others so that they can get what they want. And sometimes this can be very malicious. They simply cannot see or think about how their behaviour affects another person. And even if you try to tell them, they just wouldn't get it. The only thing that they are really, really capable of understanding are their own needs and how to get them. Six, a narcissist often intimidates or belittles others. How many of us have felt that? Because narcissists feel threatened whenever they encounter somebody that they see as having something they want. Or they lack, especially if it's around people who are popular or who are confident. They can also be very threatened by people who challenge them. And the way they react, I suppose, a form of defence mechanism. And that defence mechanism usually comes out in contempt. And because they don't see people's needs and having to support their own ego, and the only way they see this being done is to put people down or belittle them. And they do this in a very patronising way or a very dismissive way. And this is to really demonstrate how little the other person means to them or having any sort of feelings towards the other person's emotions. Of course, the other way that they deal with it is that they go on the attack by name-calling or throwing insults or sarcastic remarks. And we find that today that this type of behaviour can also be done online. It does not have to be done face-to-face in person. We all know that narcissists can be very, very charming. And that they can be very good at creating a fantastic and flattering self-image that will actually connect with us. Almost like a magnet. Sometimes we can be so attracted to what seems like a confident person. And that their dreams, because they sound so full of self-esteem, I need to be with that person, I need to be um, alongside that person. So it's very easy for people to get caught up in the narcissist's thought pattern. And especially if we lack our own self-esteem or have any form of low confidence or a low value of our own self-worth. Because we believe that because of their confidence, because of their self-esteem and how highly they think of themselves, that actually somehow it will make us feel better about ourselves. Sadly, all it is, is a fantasy world, and it usually ends up being a very costly one for the person living or being friends with the narcissist. Now, there are some things that you need to know if you intend to be part of a narcissist's life. Your needs will probably never be met or fulfilled, and in some cases not even recognised, because it is important to understand 
that there are some narcissists who are not looking for partners or friends, but they're looking for people who will be obedient admirers. And in that case, that person's only job will be to tell the narcissist how great they are, how wonderful they are. Your desires and your feelings will not count. And if you do find yourself in the position of being in a partnership or a friendship with a narcissist, do not think for one moment that you are capable of changing their way of being on your own. Do not think for a moment or fall for the fantasy that you're anything different or that you will be spared in any way. I personally would believe that it is vitally important to be able to see the narcissist in your life today for who they really are and not who you want them to be. So I would strongly suggest that you probably should stop making excuses for their behaviour and certainly stop minimising the fact that you feel hurt or minimising the hurt that it has caused you. Making excuses and trying to rationalise it to other people will not make it disappear. You have to remember that narcissists are not willing to change. So I suppose it comes down to asking yourself the question, if there is a narcissist in my life, am I willing to live like this going forward? Can I spend the rest of my life with this type of person? I would suggest that begin by not taking this type of behaviour personally. Because when you're dealing with a narcissist, whether it's covert or overt, the behaviour, the manipulative behaviour can feel very personal, especially when it comes to a lack of regard or sense of entitlement or the patterns of manipulation or even the deceptive behaviours, especially when you're on the receiving end of their behaviour. But no matter how painful the impact of the behaviour might feel, especially in that moment, it is very important to try and remember that it has nothing to do with you. A narcissist behaves in a negative way because there is something within them that is unhealthy and not because it's something about you or that there's something unhealthy about you. And we all know, of course, it's a very good thing to look at any situation and the interactions of any situation in regard to how we contribute to them. However, it is vitally important when dealing with a narcissist that you let them take responsibility for their part because a narcissist will want you to take responsibility for how they are. Another way is by trying to focus on your own dreams instead of falling into the trap of the narcissistic fantasies. Focus on things that you want for your life. What is it that you want to change in your life? What gifts do you have that you would like to develop? And what fantasies do you need to give up in order to create your reality? I do hope that this has been of some help to Vera, who asked for this subject to be covered. I look forward to hearing your responses, your thoughts, your comments, maybe even a question or two. Maybe something has struck you about this type of personality that you'd like an answer to. I'll do my best to answer those queries.
Stay well. Stay safe. Namaste.